let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Let's, oh, you got your, you got your mix. We're going to pour some in. Let me turn down the music. Oh, then we can hear Mama, can't we? What, what are you two doing? Oh, what are we doing? Um, we're just making some bread. We're making some bread. So what do we have? We have some uh, cake mix. A bread mix, that's right. And some water to put I into our... Yeah. So we're making bread, aren't we? We're making some bread. Have you made bread with Mama before? Yeah. Yeah? And you like baking with Mama, don't you? Okay. Chocolate cake. Chocolate cake especially. That's your favourite. Wow. Well, why don't you pour that in just now and I'll talk to the boys at Girls at Church. Hey everyone, welcome to our kitchen. And yeah, Hope and I are making some bread. And we couldn't he hear Jill because the music was too loud. I'm going to even turn it down just a little bit more so that you can hear me. So, that reminds me a lot of what like it's like in life. That every day there are noises trying to get our attention. It might be our friends, it might be what's on TV, it might be our favourite celebrities or social media influencers, it could be um, TV programmes, it could be announcements from government or health professionals. Lots of noises, lots of voices shouting and trying to get our attention. It can be hard to hear God's voice. And just like we had to turn down the music so that we could hear Jill, sometimes we need to turn down these other voices so that we can hear God's voice through his word, the Bible. In our psalm today, the man who wrote it was also surrounded by many voices. The voices of the arrogant and the rulers, the wicked and the oppressors, but the psalmist didn't choose to listen to those voices. Instead, he chose to listen to God's voice. He dials down the other noises and tunes into God. So here's a question to think about at home for one minute. What are some of the voices that, that we need to dial down and how can we better tune into God, listen to God's voice? So over to you for one minute. Welcome back everyone. I've started to make my sandwich, but 
I'm not really sure if I've got it right. What do you think, boys and girls? Um, I've got here my chicken for my sandwich that I'm gonna put in the middle. I've also got uh, a little bit of salad to put on there. Got to have my brown sauce, and you might as well use HP because let's not mess about on these matters. And then I've got two bits of my recipe. One for the bottom, one for the, the top. What do you think? Is this going to make a good sandwich? Do you think the guild would let me come and make some sandwiches for the events if I had recipe with uh, some salad here, my turkey, my ch chicken's on there, bit of recipe on the top, just ready for my HP sauce. What do you think? Give me a thumbs up for yes, thumbs down for no. What are you going to pick? I reckon actually looking at that, I'm going to have to go with a thumbs down. I can't, I can't imagine eating some paper is going to taste any good at all. Can you? Of course not. What do you think I need here? I need the bread that we made. That's what I need, the bread. The recipe is of course important. Without the recipe, you don't get the bread. But the goal is to make bread and have a great sandwich. The goal is not just to have the recipe. And that reminds me about another lesson from our Sam today. Again and again in this Sam, he talks about your, your orders, your commands, your word, to obey you, not sin against you. You have spoken. Now, who is this you that the psalmist is talking about? Who is it? Can you shout it out? It's God. That's right. God has given us his word, the Bible, which is full of information about how to live and what God is like. It's full of God's commands and also revelation of God. But God didn't give us this just so that we could have a list of instructions and become really knowledgeable about the Bible, nor is the Bible to be the thing that we love the most. What did Jesus say was the greatest commandment? It was, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. We are to love God, love him above everything, even above his word. And that's because the goal is not simply to read and know God's word. The goal is to know God himself. Not just to know about him in our heads, but to know him as a person, to know him in our hearts. The psalmist says in verse 2, Blessed are those who seek him with all their hearts, who seek God. The goal is not just to have the recipe. The goal is to have the bread, the bread of life, which is one of the names for Jesus. So here's another question for you to think about at home. As you read the Bible, are you seeking God or are you seeking to know and follow his rules? I'll give you 30 seconds to think or talk about that at home just now.
Well, here I am at the dinner table with my sandwich. I've baked the bread, I've put it all together so the guild would be proud. I've even remembered to replace the recipe with the slices of bread. But is it enough to leave the sandwich sitting on the table? Am I going to be fed by it just sitting there? Of course not. No. If I want to be fed, I have to eat the bread. The sandwich has to become part of me because the sandwich goes into my mouth, down my throat, into my tummy, and there my tummy does things with the food that give my body strength and energy. But to get the strength and energy, I need to eat the bread. And that's our final lesson today from this psalm. It's not enough just to have God's word. It's not enough even to know God's word and to know God through his word. Quite clearly, this psalm tells us that we need to put God's word into practice in our lives. Verse 9 says, How can a young person, any person, stay on the path of purity by living according to your word? And then in verse 11, it also says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. What we, we learn about God and his ways is meant to become part of our lives. It is meant to change our hearts, the place of our will, so that we will the things of God. Many of us this past week will have seen online this picture um, in the news or in the newspapers or on TV of Donald Trump holding up a Bible in front of a church. The Bible Society wrote a very powerful article about this event and they quoted the bishop whose church was used for the event. She said this, Let me be clear. The president just used a Bible, the most sacred text of Christians and one of the churches of my diocese without permission as a backdrop for a message opposite to the teachings of Jesus. And she said that because the Bible was used as a prop. That church was used as a PR location and violence was used to make it possible. It's not enough to have a Bible. It's not enough to know some things from it, to even know something of God based upon the writings in the Bible. And that's because God counts as his children. The Lord Jesus counts as his disciples, those who seek for his word to become part of who they are, that they allow it to shape their hearts and lives. Not simply use it as a prop. Not simply read it on a Sunday. There is a place for Christians to call out the president for his behaviour. That day and so many more besides. But let's remember that we may point the finger there are three pointing back at us. A man called C.K. Chesterton once replied to a newspaper which ran the question, what is wrong with our world? He replied, dear sir, I am. You're sincerely 
C.K. Chesterton. These past weeks, as we have rightly championed Black Lives Matter and responded to the injustice faced by George Floyd and many others, I have had to take a hard look in the mirror on my own life and ask tough questions. Because this psalm excludes a faith which idolises the Bible, for we are to worship God alone. But equally, it also reminds us that God says a faith which takes little heed of God's word, a faith where our heart and will do not seek his ways, is a faith which in the words of the book of James is worthless. So friends, let's stand with Black Lives Matter. Let's be actively anti-racist, but let us also eat the sandwich. Let us heed God's word and allow it to shape us. For as I read in an email this week, world change usually starts with my change. Let us tune in to God's voice. Let us seek him as our first love and allow him to change us from the inside out. May it be so. Amen.